This is the Not Bitter, Just Better podcast. The Everton Our Way. Straight, Straight from, from the street, street end. end. Hello everyone and welcome to Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. Mr Johnny Seven here, flying solo for the first time this season. So uh, I think it'll be a bit of a short and sweet one. Just looking back at a few of the, a couple of the games that we've had over the last week, uh, and then looking ahead to the Chelsea game on Sunday with a little bit of Everton news in the middle. Uh, Mark couldn't make it tonight due to work commitments. So, as I say, flying solo. So looking back at a couple of the games we've had over the uh, the last week, uh, starting off with the City game on Monday night. Uh, I'll just whiz through the team: Pickford, Williams, Keane, Jags, Holgate, Baines. So. Uh, Back, back five wing backs uh, formation. Schneider and Garner in the middle. Davies, uh, Rooney was in a, bit, in a bit of a deeper role, and Kev played, and DCL up top. Um, yeah, so it's quite uh, we're mixing up quite a lot lately. We're switching between this uh, like a, a, a three centre back, uh, five at the back wing back formation, and switching back to four four two. So. He obviously fancies this formation. I thought, you know, the way it went in pre-season, I, I thought there was no chance at all that uh, that we were going to go with that. But what has, what do I know about football? Because uh, Koeman seems to fancy that. Uh, and the way we played against City, they had a lot of uh, efforts on goal, uh, which I'll, I'll run through a little bit of. But we, we played all right, really. And... We ended up taking the lead. DCL, uh, who was probably the probably the best player on the pitch over the 90 minutes, is just his commitments really uh, can't be questioned at all. Sometimes he's a little bit he dithers a little bit on the ball, but his movement is excellent. He's a good outlet. He's a good target man. Uh, we still need someone uh, who's going to play that role, you know, for the majority of the season. And DCL would no doubt have a uh, bit part to play in, in the season but I think he's doing really well at the moment anyway uh, so Wayne Rooney puts the Blues up against his uh, his old arch rivals across uh, across Manchester um, his 200th Premier League goal so two goals in two games uh, so far since his return uh, in the Premier League for Wayne and only the second player to reach 200 Premier League goals so amazing achievement and like the first one he scored against Stoke la- uh, last week, you could see how much it meant to him again. Just uh, amazing celebration. And uh, to put the Blues up 1-0 away to City, a lot of people's favourites for the league, uh, amazing. Uh, and it looked like it might be going to get uh, even better for the Blues when Kyle Walker was sent off uh, just before half-time. So the Blues go in 1-0 up at half-time. And with an advantage of a man as well. So, all looking rosy. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't stay that way. Uh, when City came out in the second half, I don't know what happened to Everton. I mean, but City's quality really started to show. And it started to look like they had the extra man. We really penned in a lot. Uh, the odd breakaway chance. But City really controlled the pace of the game. Uh, we're finding men unmarked and um, inevitably uh, got a goal back. And it was just, it, it was it was an unfortunate one. I think uh, Mason Holgate, who, who came in uh, right wing back, 
was playing really, really well. Uh, but the ball came to him on the touchline, and he headed it clear. But well, he headed it right back into the centre of the penalty area, really, and uh, right in the path of Raheem Sterling, who came on, and he unleashed a volley for Jordan Pickford's first goal. Uh, to, he's conceded in between the sticks for Everton, so not really he could do uh, much about really. Uh, so one all, and uh, that's the way it all, uh, ended up. Schneiderlin ended up picking up two bookings, uh, so he was sent off as well. So at the end of the day, a point away at City, and I think many people, most people, in fact would have taken that at the start of the game uh, it's just, it just seems to, it was just a shame to have led uh, and that we couldn't hold on but as I say good point away at City Koeman was happy with the point overall and as I said Rooney gets up to 200 Premier League goals and it looks like he's capable of carrying on doing the biz for Everton so um, moving on into the uh, the split game last night I'm recording on Friday evening uh, so a tricky away trip uh, after playing away to City then uh, flying to Croatia on the Wednesday I think it was a um, few changes in personnel but we knew it was going to be a tricky away trip anyway uh, Pickford retains his place in, com- in comes Cuca Martina right back Bainsey uh, captain for the, for the night left back Keane Williams centre backs Bessic comes in to replace Garner Gay in the middle. Schneiderlin keeps his place. Guilty comes in for his um, his first start for the Blues. Uh, DCL uh, plays on the left wing for Everton. And Luckman on the right wing. And Rooney up top. It was a bit of a strange game really. Everton had an awful lot of possession. But Split created a lot more in this game than he did in the first leg. He looked a lot more dangerous. They had a fella came in called Erteg put himself about a lot uh, wanted to get a shot off all the time um, just generally caused a lot of mayhem in the Everton defence really um, we, we we still I'd still say we controlled the majority of the game but ultimately we ended up going one down just before half time an absolute thunderbolt from Radosevic from about 30-35 yards uh, it looked like it took some kind of nick off uh, the, the defender who closed him down I think it was Baines uh, and looped over um, Jordan Pickford who was, was scrambling to try and get anything on it at all but uh, probably against the run of play uh, with, with the amount of possession that we had uh, and yeah 1-0 so game on really T- makes it made it 2-1 on aggregate so the Blues go in uh, after the some some uh, some of them had a bit of a disappointing first half, uh, and one of those players, Adamola Luckman, unfortunately, a lot of people have been saying, uh, you know, he, he should get a go. He comes on, he looks dangerous, but I think, uh, I think I mentioned this a little bit before in one of the previous games. He got an opportunity last night, and you could see why he's kind of still on the fringe because he, he looked out of his depth, he couldn't really find a man with the ball, he was giving it away quite regularly, uh, he's still got all the enthusiasm and you can see he's got the skill there, but he didn't really have a chance to uh, to, to, to use that skill, get a, you know, get a, a good uh, run in behind or anything, or take anyone on, uh, and 
unfortunately he was he was on the right hand side where he, you know Cuco Martina didn't have the best game either. He didn't he looked quite shaky. Uh, I think you know he's there. He, he is, he's essentially there to put decent balls in as, as a right back, but I don't think he uh, inherently does his actual duties as a right sided defender too well and I think that's where the game, goal came from really uh, it was p- kind of played in from the left hand side where the uh, the split the split weren't closed down well enough and then it, they, they passed it in to the middle and Bainsey had kind of been drawn in from left back quite central because uh, he was just completely on his own Radosevic and as I say he unleashed the thunderbolt so few disappointing performances there and one of them was obviously uh, picked up on by Koeman and he made a change at half time, great to see Aaron Lennon come on and make an appearance and he came on for uh, Adam Ola-Luckman on right wing and so we come out the second half uh, split with the kick off I think I'd barely sat back down and uh, I missed a half tackle and then suddenly I look up and the ball's flying in from 45 yards. Gilfie Sigurdsson on his full debut with an absolutely amazing goal. A worldie uh, just just inside the split half towards the right-hand wing. Uh, he, he makes a little bit of an interception. The ball's on the bounce. Uh, and he slides and unleashes a volley which completely uh, deceives the goalie and drops into the far corner amazing goal what a way to announce you know your arrival your full debut amazing so I think that hit uh, split for six at the time we, we had a little bit more uh, of an opportunity after that but then it turned back around again and split would was starting to look dangerous again we had the odd chance here and there but they had the best chance uh, with a penalty uh, rash defending uh, by Williams who otherwise I thought played pretty well but he made the rash challenge coming through the back of the split striker uh, who wanted to take the penalty but ultimately he uh, didn't get the chance to and uh, with that uncertainty I think the majority of Blues I could sense that Jordan Pickford was going to uh, be strong in goal. He, you know, he looked completely confident. Looked like he completely had control, and he uh, and and he made the save, diving away to his right hand side. And I, I don't think many people had doubt that he wouldn't. So I, I think he just looked that, that assured. Uh, and it's it, you know again proven why he's uh, the most expensive goalie in in, in the Prem. So great save, and. Uh, keeps keeps the score one one and uh, that's the way it stayed really it's a uh, DCL went off late on for Tom Davies after putting in putting in another great shift uh, not so not too much uh, not so many chances created by DCL this time but again his movement was excellent uh, which he was on the left hand side normally he plays better up top but he still put a good shift in down the left um, switch uh, switching with Rooney a little bit. Gilfie had one or two uh, special moments other than his goal, you know, a nice uh, nice run and attempted cross, some good movement, um, 
ultimately you will be remembered for the goal. I must have said them ultimately about fifty times. This is what happens when you don't <laughs> when you're talking on your own and you don't have uh, your usual partner to bounce off. So apologies, ultimately. And uh, so it eventually stays. It stays one or uh, really a, a good a good uh, draw really, and, and it, it puts us through safely. Uh, I think once we got the goal through Sigurdsson, uh, I think that will ultimately seem seems as again ultimately sealed it for the Blues. And by the looks of things, I think the, there was there was a little bit of trouble earlier on in the day at split, but that was uh, it wasn't too bad. So we kind of got through unscathed. Uh, really so I mean I, I'm sure that the, the person who was taken to the hospital with a head injury would disagree but it's good to get that fixture out of the way and move on and well, we'll talk about the next stages in the Everton News which will come up in just a little bit I think Wayne Rooney got the man of the match last night and I think uh, DCL got it on Monday night against City but between them the, the 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 forming quite a, a decent partnership. You can see DCL's really learning a lot from Rooney, and I think with the uh, with 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 the legs that DCL's offering as well, you know, I think it's taking a lot of pressure off Rooney as well. So I'm wondering how he's going to cope. I think Mark mentioned this last week. It, it's a lot to expect of him. You know, he played Monday night uh, the whole game. He played Thursday night, and now. It looks like he's probably going to play all Sunday as as well uh, against Chelsea because we don't really have another option fit at the moment. So uh, he's doing well. He he didn't look tired at all last night, and you know he he, he was our best player, dropping deep when he had to, uh, making chances, um, some good bits of skill, nice touches. So really, he's really doing well since he came back. So it's really good to see. So uh, say. Just a little bit of a look back at both of those games, and I'm going to have a little bit of a talk about the Everton news in a sec. News! Just a little bit of Everton news this week. Um, with there being two games, um, there's not a whole lot going on transfer-wise, so a few little bits and bobs. Um, the main news that came out today, earlier on, was that the Europa uh, group stages have been drawn. Everton in the group with Lyon, Atalanta and Apollon Limassol. So, could be better, could be worse, could be a lot worse. I think a lot of people are reasonably uh, okay with that. Um, I think they're fancying a nice little trip to Lyon, uh, Lyon Greece and, and Italy, to be honest. So, uh, could be worse. Um the League Cup was drawn yesterday as well, so Everton versus Everton Old Boys, or also known as Sunderland. So that's coming up. Uh, some interesting news to come out this week from the England camp. Uh, Wayne Rooney announced his retirement from international football. So England's all-time leading goal scorer. I think he was something like... Uh, it was only a handful of places off uh, getting the all-time caps for an outfield player. So uh, a little bit of a shame, I suppose, England-wise. But for Everton, it, it, it speaks volumes about how committed he is to turn, uh, you know, to getting back on the ball and his commitment to Everton. So it's really, really good to see. 
from from our point of view. Um, so also England wise, uh, Jordan Pickford got a call up, as did Michael Keane. Just going back to Rooney though, and uh, you know it was kind of met with a lot of. Uh, not criticism, but the usual trolling on on social media talking about him, and I think he's kind of considered the, the last of this golden generation um, that didn't end up winning anything. But if you look at his career on, on his own uh, with, with regards to England, you know you, you can't call him anything but a legend. It's a shame that he didn't end up winning anything, but his own individual appearances. Uh, he's had his ups and downs with England. I think you know there was a, there was there was the time he, he criticised the fans uh, because England were getting booed. Um, so he, he has had a bit of, bit of a roller coaster England career. But as I say, all time leading goal scorer ahead of the likes of um, you know Gary Lineker, Alan Shearer. So really in the record books and a great international career. And you know to, to for him to do that whilst at Everton. Uh, as I say, really shows his intent, and hopefully we benefit from it. Some so when he would normally be off on uh, international duty, he, he, all these games he's having to play at club level, he might have the opportunity to, to actually have a bit of a rest. So that's great, great news for us. So uh, Pickford and Keenan, Pickford really uh, doing is uh, is case for being actually England number one. The way he started his Everton career. You know, he didn't have much to do in the Stoke game, um, but managed to pull off a bit of a you know great save in a, in a dying minutes. Uh, everything he's done so far, the confidence he's got, the penalty save last night, as I say, doing himself no harm in his claims to be England number one. I think Butland's possibly going to get the nod in the next uh, in the international week. It's got coming up, but. Pickford is going to be there or thereabout, and I can see him getting that spot very soon. The way he's doing, the way he's playing. Um, uh, the other news uh, from what we were talking about last week a little bit: Costa, Diego Costa. <laughs> he, it's it's not any clearer on a situation at Chelsea. Uh, they want him to come back. I think just just to be just to be there really I don't think he's going to be uh, available for selection I think he's going to be training with the uh, the under 23s I think that's that's what the, the news that's come out is um, but th- there's a few there's been a few shouts and Kuman has expressed an interest again so I'd be made up like I think we discussed all this last week I'd be made up if we got him on a loan deal you know until uh, Atletico Madrid can start signing again when their transfer embargo ends so um, yeah I'd have that if we're going to get him for the full season we could sign him uh, out and out I think he's the type of player you hate him when he's in the opposition side because he's a right wind up but he's the type of player when he's on your team I think he would be uh, a hero at Everton. So, and the, the stuff about him, him being a bad influence, and you know, he, you know, refusing to come back and play for Chelsea. Just think about how he was, how he was told that he wasn't really wanted there anymore. That was less than professional. So, I, I understand it's a bit petulant and unprofessional the way the way he's acting at the moment, but it's not so black and white. So. As I say, I'd, I'd love to have him. I don't think he'd upset the team, and he's the, it's exactly what we need at the moment. That type of proven up top striker. So, as I say, just a little bit small, uh, small amount of news today. 
um, for, for this week's show. Normally, Mark, as is as, is is here through the grapevine, grapevine kind of stuff. So we haven't got that today. So I'm going to just move on. Keep today's show short and sweet and move on to a look at the Chelsea game after this. This is the Not Bitter, Just Better Everton podcast. If you haven't already, go and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash EFC, Not Bitter, Just Better. Or you can find us on Twitter at Just Better EFC. Okay, there you have our social media links. Don't forget, we're also on Instagram at Not Bitter, Just Better. So I've got that up and running again now. So make sure you go and give us a follow on there as well. Just looking ahead to the Chelsea game. Uh, obviously, it's always going to be a tricky away fixture. Especially on the back of you know the, the split game and City, uh, City away last week. So three tough away games in six days. Uh, the, the earliest kickoff on Sunday, 1.30. And then um, Chelsea... You know, meant to be a club in crisis. We, I, I, I can't believe the the, the the use these terms, but it's 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 just utter madness. You know, the first game of the season to get KL sent off after about ten minutes and uh, go three 0 down to Burnley, and eventually pull it back to three two, but also lose Fabregas, uh, so finish with nine men, and that was meant to put them in crisis. But they bounced back last week, of course, by beating Spurs two one. So, what crisis? Um, and you know, we, after the Burnley game, we thought maybe this might be a good time to be playing them. But you know, the Spurs game came along, and a couple of goals from Alonso, and now it looks like Chelsea are back out of crisis. Maybe so. It will be a very very tricky game for Everton. Classen uh, missed the trip to split last night, as did Sandro. Neither travelled. Uh, Garner Gay looks like he will be tested late on to see whether he's um, he's, he's able to play. Sandro is still doubtful for Sunday, uh, but Klassen is actually out. So we're going to have to uh, have, have last-minute last fitness tests on, uh, on, on Sandro. And as I said before about Rooney, it's asking a lot of them to play three full games in six, six days. But I don't know whether we've got another option at the moment. Uh, DCL's doing well whether you ask him to play up top or on the wing he, he's doing alright but we really need that experience up top as well I don't think Morales could give us the same option up there uh, he obviously do a job on the wing but we haven't really got another option on the central uh, down the centre so hopefully Sandro can shake whatever a knock he's taken and he can be fit for the game as uh, it's the same for Gay I hope hope he can prove his fitness in time. Uh, Besic came in last night, and I thought he did all right. But some of the, some of his passing was a little bit erratic, and you know his customary rash challenge for a booking uh, in the prem. You know, I, I, I'm not sure whether he'd last long against Chelsea uh, the, the, the way they are. So hopefully, Garnagay can provide us that cover. Uh, Schneiderlin will sit out the game uh, with with the, the booking. I think that the second booking he picked up against City might have been harsh, but uh, so which will, uh, led to the red. But you can't con- contest uh, bookings, so he will have to sit out uh, the game through suspension. So uh, we really, really, really do need 
Garner Gator to, to come back in. Davies will come in and do a job. I'd imagine, ideally, he would like to be a little bit more advanced than where Schneiderlin and Garner Gay play, though. So, might be asking a little bit much of him. So, I still think we we, we, we could do with there. Uh, we, we could do with McCarthy. You know, getting back in on uh, in the mix uh, there. I, I'm not sure the status of him at the moment. Whether he's uh, unfit or actually injured. So. But we we could do with them back around the squad for like situations like this. I still think he has a lot to offer uh, offer Everton. And uh, of, of course, Mark, when we talked about this last week, he, he thought he was a set to leave. So hopefully not. Is what I'm saying. You, as you are, you all know, listeners. At the, uh, I don't like to make predictions. I would just say if we looked at these two games against City and Chelsea uh, beforehand. And if we ended up taking two points from them, or if we, you know, if we got a choice to take two points from those two games, I think most Blues would take that. It's a very, very tricky run of fixtures for the for the Blues to start off, and to take uh, away points from the you know the champions. Uh, you've got to have that as a bonus. So if we can go there, go there and do what we did against City, get a goal first half, you know. Containing them for much of the game, and you know, hold out and sneak a one nil. That would be amazing. Uh, so, hopefully, we can do that. But as I say, I think most Blues would be happy with a draw down there, and we can uh, go into the international break, and then stop trying to push on. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to make a prediction. I'm not going to make a, a, a man to watch anything like Chelsea. I've got too many men to watch. So. I'm not going to do all that kind of stuff because I, I don't like to jinx us. So I'll, I'll leave that to, to Mark to uh, to do that when he's back. Uh, so as I say, this this uh, week's show, short and sweet. I'd like to thank everyone for continuing to listen. Uh, I still need people to spread the word for us. Those of you who listen on uh, iTunes or Apple devices, if you're listening through the Facebook link on Podbean or Twitter on Podbean, uh, you should be able to find us on Android devices now. I'm not sure the actual platforms we're on uh, on, on Android, but I've heard that we are on a, a number of the podcast links. So go and subscribe to us. Uh, if, if you can tell your mates, if you can give us a five-star rating, at the moment, when you search Everton podcasts, we are quite high up on the list in iTunes. I think I think we're third or fourth in there. So uh, you know, the more we we get rated, shared, that'll push us up on the list. So do us do your favour, pair of Gladys Streeters, uh, 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 a solid, and go and give us a give us give us a rating, give us a vote, and spread the word. So I'd like to thank everyone. Hopefully next week, Mark will be back in the fold. And we can give you a, a little bit more of our usual shite humour and uh, terrible football knowledge. And not just have me waffling for uh, the best part of half an hour. Thanks for listening. Anyway, Blues, catch you all next week.